It's Laban Ditchburn, and I really hope you're enjoying the podcast. The reason for this message was this. If you have your own podcast or your own YouTube channel, or you're seriously thinking about starting something up in order to get your message out into the world, I want to make something available to you. Go to podcastingheroes.com for your free five-day video training. Well, I will share with you five key tips and tricks that will allow you to reach out and connect with the best podcast guests available. And not only just bring them on, but to develop relationships with them that build into know, like, and trust that will eventuate in you being invited onto their platforms if you so desire. You'll be able to learn how to monetize even if you don't have a big audience. Go to podcastingheroes.com. It's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G-H-E-R-O-E-S.com. Seven days a week and 24 hours. Yep. I got the Kevin Sorbo. Hey. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to become your own superhero. There you go. Good to see you, man. How are you doing? Ding, ding. Round two, brother. All right. Almost, uh, almost left you behind. <laughs> left behind. Like Rise the, of the I like, I feel like left behind's happened already. You look at the craziness of the world. It feels like the rapture's already happened. <laughs> what, uh, are you optimistic for the future? I am. I think I think there is an awakening happening once again. I think we also talk about the the majority, the silent majority. Um, and I think every every month there's more people on the silent majority saying enough is enough. Because how far are we gonna let people keep pushing the insanity, the indoctrination of the world? And so I do see more and more people saying this is this is just crazy, and people are starting to fight back. I saw an amazing video of some punk that tried to steal a guitar out of a guitar store. And he got tackled by one of the managers and they beat the crap out of this guy. And I shouldn't cheer for that, but I'm so tired of watching these videos, especially out of California, where people walking in, stealing thousands of dollars worth of merchandise and walking out, nobody doing anything. Because California said, well, if they're taking less than a thousand dollars, then don't arrest them. Well, how do you know? Are they stopping them and and checking their tags to see how much all the merchandise they're stealing adds up to a thousand dollars? What a stupid policy that state has. Did you hear what Governor Newsom wants to do about the if if you can prove as an African American you were a descent of a slave? Have you heard this? He's going to give every person five million dollars. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think every 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 African American in, in America is going to move now to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be crazy not to. I I do it. I do it. This is just stupidity. And will he end up doing it? Of course he won't. It's like Biden saying, hey, I'm going to make sure all students don't have to pay their uh, student loan off. What have they done since? As a politician, you can promise anything and then not do it. All you got to do is make that promise. I told the next Republican, whoever's running, whoever the final person, whether it's Trump again or whether it's going to be DeSantis, whoever, get up there and say, I'm going to make pot legal for the whole country. And we're going to give you free pot. Every dude under 35 is going to vote for him. And then he doesn't have to do it. Yeah. You, uh, you, you went from being the, it was the number one TV show in the world in 171 countries, I think. 176 countries. 176. Yeah. Uh, to being pariahed by Hollywood <laughs> for your views. How often do you get hate in real life? On the street, never, never, 
I think it's happened one time. It happened one time about eight years ago at the LAX airport with this crazy woman came up to me and started yelling at me, but I don't think she knew who I was. I think she was crazy, but you get a lot of hate. You get a a lot of hate on the internet. I mean, Facebook took me down for posting the truth. Two years ago, they took me down. I mean, I could say those things today and they wouldn't take me down because everything I said, which they said were misinformation and conspiracy theories came true. And that's what I said on Twitter about six months ago. I need more conspiracy theories because everything I say is coming true. So um, they're very brave. They're very brave at three in the morning. These 35 year old troll punks that sit in the basement of their mom's house because they don't have a job. They're probably be living off my tax dollars. And George Soros is probably giving them a bonus every month as well. And they're sitting there and they just attack everything I say because they have nothing better to do with their lives. These people, I'd love to meet them. And not to have a fight, but to have a debate. But they don't have the balls to have a debate because they hate the truth. Mm-hmm. They hate it. And they want to run from it. But, but they hate their lives and they hate who they are. And I guarantee you they look in the mirror every day and hate what they see. And they want to drag down people like you and me into that little black hole that they live in. Oops, I'm sorry. Is that racist when I say black hole? They're going to get rid of that term now too. But anyway, they want to drag us down to live in that crappy world they live in because they live in a world of no hope. And what a horrible place to live every day. So if anything, we should pray for these people. Well, it seems to me, Kevin, that it's godlessness that's driving a lot of this stuff, right? Sure. What, are you, what are your thoughts? Oh, no question. You know, um, uh, Walt Disney said back in the 1950s that movies and television will influence our youth. Well, look what happened in the 60s when you had the Vietnam War. You had the free love, the hippie movement, the drug culture, rock and roll, all these things. Look, I like rock and roll, too. But all these things combined during that year. And what did Hollywood do? They started making the hero was the bad guy. They started glamorizing bad people. Look, I love Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Great movie. But Butch and Sundance, you know, they weren't as good looking as Robert Redford and Paul Newman were. And they weren't that quippy and so quick with the dialogue. These guys were punks. These guys were bad people and killed people. But Hollywood glamorized it. And they've done that ever since. And we live, everything we live in now in this cancel walk culture is let's glorify evil and let's go after the, the, the good. So good is now bad and bad is now good. It's crazy. And the public education system is leading the way along with Hollywood. Well, I want to talk about uh, your movie, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist, in a second. Yep. Um, I've, I've recently introduced my darling wife to Lethal Weapon. And we went through and watched from the very first to the, the fourth one. In the first Lethal Weapon, there was propaganda that I'd never noticed. It was about, like, it was graffiti that was written about three or four times in the movie about um, not using animals for fur. And I was like, this is in 1987, I think it was in 1988, was the first 80, Lethal Weapon. 80, I think even 86 it might have came out, but it's right around that time. And I was like, holy shit, like, I never noticed the stuff. This is the propaganda stuff we've been on the receiving end. Do you know if Hercules ever had any, any of that in there? I have no recall of it. I'm sure somebody can point something out to me that was in there, but I I, I don't remember anything really overtly political in, in it. I know they they always taught some good lessons, a good morality lessons, um, but I don't I, I don't I don't remember anything like that. You know, it could be in there. I'd love somebody to point it out to me. Yeah, there wasn't any writing or like there wasn't anything modern that you could write in the background. You know, for the no. subconscious. So no. We had we had a we had a our grip was nicknamed Rat, so we had a little plastic rat that we put in almost every single scene. But you really have to look hard to find it. But it was in there, like poking out of a knot hole in a farm building or something. But it was the, it was always in there. It just became an ongoing prank that we did in every episode. All the diehard Hercules fans are now going to go through thousands of hours of footage. <laughs> hey, tell us about this this a crazy new movie you got coming out that you're the lead in. 
It's the sequel to the last one that came out eight years ago. Nicholas Cage started it as Rayford Steele. I took over the role of Rayford Steele. I, I directed it as well. We got a great cast. Corbin Burnson, Neil McDonough, um, uh, Bailey Chase, Greg Perot, Sarah Fisher. We got a great cast in this thing. And it deals with six months after the rapture. So Cloud 10 is a Toronto-based company that's owned the rights to the books. There were $80 million selling, 80 million selling books by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins. And uh, they've owned the rights to it for 35 years now. And this is the first movie since then. And they updated it. They they were going to have it come out many years ago, but they did a total rewrite and we shot it just one year ago. So they made it very current. There's talk of the pandemic. There's talk of the cancel mall. There's ta- talk of government putting fear. There's talk of... Uh, of the media putting fear in anybody and, and telling their main anchor guy, anchor guy how to do the news when he wants to say, hey, enough is enough. These are all lies. Let's start talking about the truth. He ends up losing his job because of it. So um, it's, a, it's a very interesting look at the, the rapture six months after the, all the Christians have left the world. And you got a group of people, that, of course, are going to deny it because people will. You know that. It doesn't matter if they just saw millions of people disappear off the face of the earth. They'll be people who come up, well, it must have been the aliens. It must have been something. They'll come up with anything. But then you get people like my character that goes on a mission to finally find his redemption. Follow down the road that his wife was trying to get him on while she's still here because she was a Christian along with her son, and they were both taken to heaven. So it's an action thriller. It really is. And I think people of all walks of life and all faiths and non-faiths will enjoy watching it. Who won't enjoy watching it? Um, I, I don't know. I think atheists should check this movie out. It does deal with the book of Revelation, but it's not like an in-your-face Christian movie or faith-based movie. It really is an action thriller that just is this whole thing. What will happen when everybody that has the belief in God will disappear off this face of the earth? And the rapture, the book of Revelation starts happening. Um, and, uh, it's, I think people will find it very interesting, but you're always going to get the naysayers. There's always going to be people that are going to hate it just because they want to hate it. Cause that's all they have in their hearts is hate. The only couple of movies they want to watch are, you know, movies about killing people. That's, that's the ones that turn them on. So the news. <laughs> yeah. So the news, exactly. So the news. Kevin, you've done about a thousand hours of PR in the lead up for this movie. We're very appreciative of your time. Where can people get a hold of this movie? Where can people get a hold of you? Leftbehindmovie.com. Leftbehindmovie.com shows you the trailer. It shows you uh, the theater near you. We're on 1,500 screens here in America. I think we're up to 300 or 400 in Canada. And I hope it goes from there in other countries, obviously. But uh, we'll see what happens. January 26th, it opens up. So it's next week. It's coming up soon. So people go support it and spread the word and get it out there. And to follow my wife and I at SorboStudios.com. SorboStudios.com. Sign up. We'll keep you up to date with other projects. Will it be a cold day in hell when Netflix have this kind of movie on their platform? You know, um, I'd be surprised if they didn't do it. But who knows? You know, I mean... I've got another movie called Miracle in East Texas that will be out in theaters in the fall. And uh, Netflix and Amazon have already said they want it. So it's a good family movie, good story, um, true story set in 1930 about the largest oil find in the history of the world. And you and I will talk about that when the movie comes out in the fall. Awesome. Kevin, any concluding thoughts for our amazing audience today? Uh, no, but I'm hoping that one day we all get together and do, and do the uh, speaking event you guys are putting together next year. I want to be part of that when it comes out. Amen, brother. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Sorbo. (laughs) Peace out. God bless everyone. Happy New Year.
Laban Ditchburn, and I really hope you're enjoying the podcast. The reason for this message was this. If you have your own podcast or your own YouTube channel, or you're seriously thinking about starting something up in order to get your message out into the world, I want to make something available to you. Go to podcastingheroes.com for your free five-day video training. Well, I will share with you five key tips and tricks that will allow you to reach out and connect with the best podcast guests available. And not only just bring them on, but to develop relationships with them that build into know, like, and trust that will eventuate in you being invited onto their platforms if you so desire. You'll be able to learn how to monetize even if you don't have a big audience. Go to podcastingheroes.com. It's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G-H-E-R-O-E-S.com.